I'm Gray. I'm joined as White. Oi, 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 you fucking cunts. Oi, you cunts. What do you know about the fucking straight edge, you cunts? <laughs> All right. Here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it this time. Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. Um, before we even talk about what the podcast is about, we need to address the elephant in the room, which is that Tonight we are recording on one mic, so our sound quality is probably going to be considerably less good than normal. Um, it might not be the worst. I mean, I've heard some podcasts that sound like shit. We strive to make our podcast not sound like shit, but uh, we had a technical issue. By striving, you mean hoping that our cheap-ass mics don't break yes, and that the computer still works. Well, by striving, I mean spending hours and you, editing and, and, these. And you, you spend a lot of time editing. I painstakingly yes. edit these. Yes. And so that's another note is that some of you guys might not know this by my studio magic, but Nate clears his throat a lot. And uh, I've addressed it. I've said I'm always... You, you have addressed it, but I, I've shielded our listeners' ears from the actual sound as much as possible. It might That might not be the case tonight because... If there's any throat clearing that happens while I'm talking, I can't just cut your mic out. This is just one mic. So you're getting us in our raw, truest form. Hell, I might not edit this at all. This will be demo listen raw. Oh, there we go. Demo listen raw. Yeah, it's, uh, our, it's our demo. It's the demo. This is the demo. Exactly. Right. Um, so now that we've addressed that, if uh, this is your first time listening to the podcast, the premise is quite simple. We listen to punk and hardcore and punk and hardcore adjacent music. So that includes punk Loud, uh, loud indie rock, metal, all sorts of shit, you know? Uh, and then we just react to it, honestly. That's it. People send us shit. Sometimes we love it, sometimes we hate it, sometimes we're ambivalent towards it. But ultimately, our goal is to get new music out to people. I've had a bunch of people reach out to me this year and tell me that they heard their new favorite release of 2019 because they heard it on the show, and it might not necessarily have even been something that Nate and I liked. Um, so just keep in mind, if we hate something... It's not our goal to uh, disparage it beyond just simply taking the piss, you know? Mm-hmm. Beyond that, if you like it, even if we don't dig it, please buy it. Go see it live. Um, it's, it's atypical for us to like everything that we hear in an episode, so you can expect, you can expect a, little, a little hatred, but it's, it's all in good fun for the most part. Yeah, and why should you be bashful about the shit that you don't like? Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. People leave us one-star reviews on Apple iTunes. Right. Tell us why you don't like it. Right, exactly. Don't be a little coward. Like, that's we we tell you exactly why we don't like something. Right. If you're giving us a one-star review, then, like, come. Come with the heat. That's right. I want to know why. That's right. Tell us we're fucking whack weirdos. Yeah. And morons. I want to hear it. Yeah. I live for this shit. I want to hear every bit of it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the, the format of the show is that we put 10 bands in the queue every week. Then we uh, roll some dice. We usually get through five or six bands. Last week we got through seven, but that is a rare occurrence. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's really it. The show is, like I said, truly very simple. We're not critics. It's not really a review show. We just talk about punk and hardcore because we like it. 
Yeah. And uh, Nate, I think that you wanted to say something to Moby. Nate just found out about Moby's recent dive into getting animal rights and uh, vegan straight-edge face tattoos. Yeah, so I guess this happened a while ago? No, it happened quite recently. Okay. Like within the last couple months. Right. Yeah. I, I Generally speaking, unless you or you know one of our other friends in yeah. the, our immediate social circle direct my attention to the internet, right. I do not pay attention to it at all. Right. But I saw some tattoos that of dubious quality that Moby got. Right. You're a millionaire, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? And not only that, but then he got a VX mm-hmm. on his face real little. Right. Number one, if you're going to get a face tattoo at 55 years old, get a fucking face tattoo. <laughs> right, yeah. Go all in. Right. Yeah. Not looking like some fucking hand poke shit that you did. Right. Number two, uh, you, I have said before, gatekeeping straight edge. You know, I am the straight edge Kurgan. Right. The gates are wide open, but there is an age limit. Right. Right. I think he has been straight edge for a long time. He was heavily into alcohol and um, substance abuse <laughs> at the height of his career. I don't think that's true. I think it is true. Why? Why I do you think that's true? I saw an interview about six months ago. <laughs> no, no, no. This is another lie. I'm it's not you. true. No, it's not true. Look it up. <laughs> I won't look it up because I know it's not true. He talked about how he would abuse substances. <laughs> This is the same thing as a lifelong atheist on their deathbed uh-huh. saying, finally, I accept Jesus Christ just in case, so that way I can go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Nope. That ship sailed. Too old. Fuck off. That's cool that you don't do any drugs or smoke any cigs or have any booze, uh-huh. but uh, you can't claim the X anymore. Right? <laughs> there, is, there is an upper age limit. I, I, think, I think he's been straight edge for a long time. But I will say this, uh, all jokes aside, he was no longer allowed to be straight edge anymore when the surface of him covering a minor threat song with Rise Against came out maybe, I don't know, a year ago. Maybe not even quite a year ago. This year feels like it's been five years to me. Wow. He So the band Rise Against, who are not a good band. Everybody's favorite. Everyone's favorite punk band, Rise yeah, Against. right. Moby, I don't know what the occasion was that they were at the same show. I don't think it was a fest because it seemed like a pretty small show. Right. Moby hopped on the mic. For a minor threat cover. The only problem is, which would have been cool enough. Not really, but you know what I'm saying. Good on you. Except Moby didn't know the words to the minor threat song. Oh, no. And he had the lyrics printed out. Automatically fucking out of the club. Automatically out uh, of the that's, club. That's like a citizenship question. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Can you recite right. the fucking Pledge of Allegiance, right. right? Can you recite filler? Yeah. Can you recite the entire discography now? Right. Go. Yes, I can. You're in. Exactly. And as it was, a 54 year old man, if you cannot, even with them in hand, right, get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. So regardless, uh, the point does stand. He is not allowed to be straight edge. He is not allowed to be in hardcore at all because he had to print out the lyrics and read them off a sheet. And it was like a mainstay song, right? It was like small man big mouth or screaming at a wall or something it was like a song that like right if if you're of because he saw a minor threat you right. know what i'm saying so he says well so he says right he also claims that he sang for flipper right which is a lie and, that he, and he banged been, natalie portman which is also confirmed lie no he said he may have banged natalie portman but he said he dated her and natalie portman said no he was just a creepy older dude and i was like 18 and he was like 36 so if she's denying that a creepy older dude dated her mm-hmm I could, safe to say he didn't bang her. Probably not, right. Yes, right. Yeah, it's a safe assumption. But who knows, you know? I'm not I'm not uh I'm not taking account of other people's lives 
Well, I'm telling you, he used to go wild on the sauce. <laughs> um, he doesn't know Minor Threat songs. Uh-huh. Um, there's, you know, there's something to be said about aging gracefully. Right. There's also something to be said about just deciding to look like an old ass man. Right. And uh, that's three strikes, man. Yeah. You're out. <laughs> yep. He's out of the club. I don't care how many fucking calves and you know little piggies you save by being vegan. <laughs> I don't care how small. Your carbon footprint is, and I fucking guarantee you, Moby's got a gigantic carbon footprint. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he does. Um, I, I, for all his sanctimonious, uh, you know, veganism and shit like that, mm-hmm. I'm sure that uh, there is countless slaughter and carbon emission in his wake. <laughs> Probably Un- untold, untold, untold destruction. Oh wow, okay. Right. I don't know what his lifestyle is like, right. but maybe yeah. Almost certainly. He's a millionaire, so right. yeah. Probably right. There's probably fucking 20 orangutans hanging by nooses in Indonesia just so he can get that palm oil for whatever the fuck he needs it for. Right. Right? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, fuck you, Moby. Yeah. On that note, let's go through what's in the queue this week. So, first up, we've got a submission from our homie Adam. It is another death metal band. He has sent us, uh, he sent us some death metal that we liked, so we'll see if this also is uh, in that category. It's a band called Excarnated Entity. With an EP called Stillborn in Ash. They are a band from Seattle, Washington. Then we have got a return from last week. This is a band that sent us an electronic press kit, which is a thing I didn't think that bands still did in the year 2019, but evidently they do. It's Bonnie. Successful bands. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, we'll see if they're successful on the podcast. Right. Bonnie and the Mere Mortals with their Tennessee EP. They are a band from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania that was described to me as the halfway point between Merle Haggard and The Cure, which sounds like a fucking nightmare, to be quite frank. But sure maybe does. I'll maybe I'll love it. Because I like Nick Cave and shit. So it, so- who knows? it sounds like a fucking episode of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, it it does. And it kind of looks like an episode of Sons of Anarchy. It doesn't looks like they missed the mark. Um, speaking of which, the next thing in the queue is a band called The Mist with a uh, their seven inch called Future. This was sent to us by our homie. Eric Pressman, friend of the show. They are uh, what he described as a shoegazy dream pop band from Cleveland, Ohio. Then we've got another return from last week, Human Ignorance, which was described by Eric as kind of negative approach, a later era black flag channeled through some weirdness. Then we have got High Alert with their record What You Buried. This is a Detroit, Michigan heavy hardcore band. Um, It was in the queue early on in the show. Didn't get around to it. Marcos, who fronts the band, uh, sent an email bumping it. So uh, so hopefully we get around to that tonight. Then we have got Buggin' Out from Chicago with uh, their demo 2019. I have seen the name a lot. Um, the only thing that I actually know about them is that the vocalist recently asked me if I ever shut the fuck up on Twitter.com. Uh, so uh, evidently she does not like me, but I might like her band. We'll find out if we land on it tonight. Then we've got another Chicago band called Lurk with their release Electroshock, which came out on Pure Noise Records. This has been getting a bunch of hype. Um, I've seen a bunch of people post about it. I have not personally listened to it yet. It's been on my to-do list. I don't know why I haven't listened to it. It's just one of those things I didn't get around to. Then we have got Big Band, which is the newest offering from the Hattiesburg scene. We've talked a lot about Hattiesburg bands on this uh, on this show. Judy and the Jerks, Pleather, a lot of good stuff going on down there. This band shares members of both of those bands. So I expect it to be excellent. Then we have got Butt from Richmond, Virginia. This was sent to me by my homie Haley. Haley also sent us one of our favorite bands that we heard on the podcast this year, TV Crime, which is a a late addition to my favorites of the year list. So I am expecting that this is probably good. 
And then last, we have another return from last week that was sent in by uh, our homie Claire Schlack, a uh, band from, uh, well, Chicago. Oh, no, Joliet, I'm sorry. So we have an Illinois-heavy episode inadvertently mm-hmm. this week. Uh, the Reaganomics with their record, The Aging Punk. So on that note, let's uh, roll the D10 and see what's up first tonight. Uh, that's a one. Okay, number one is Excarnated Entity with Stillborn and Ash. The Bandcamp is excarnatedentity.bandcamp.com. Uh, o- only, it's, yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. I, I misread for a second. Uh, my brain is actually completely broken. So this is a four-song EP, and the songs are long, baby. Oh, my. Oh, my, indeed. The shortest song on here is 533. Well, that's the one we're listening to, yeah. because... Uh, 843? You gotta be shitting me. That's a big fucking pill to swallow for a band I've never heard before. What are you, fucking King Crimson? Jesus Christ. Tone it down, motherfucker. Yeah, I th- we, we talked about this last week. Yeah. There's uh there's lyrics. Hopefully it's fucking death metal nonsense about the cosmos and shit. We'll see. Hopefully it's a fucking apology for why their goddamn songs are so long. Yeah, no shit, man. Come on. Let's let's do fucking better. I doubt you have eight minutes worth of musical ideas that I want to hear presented to me in one continuous stream. Right. I doubt it. I doubt it. On that note, let's listen to five minutes and 33 seconds of musical ideas presented in one continuous stream with the first song off of this release, Sunken Form. Okay.
right, that was the song Sunken Form by Excarnated Entity off of their demo Stillborn in Ash. Nate? That was dope. It was very good. Um, thanks, Adam. So I don't pay a lot of attention to new death metal, mm-hmm. primarily because there's a, a, um, there's a long-winded ubiquity to it right. that I just find um, any more impenetrable. Right. Right. I'm just I'm not gonna do deep dives looking for new death metal bands. Sure. So that's three death metal bands, maybe four mm-hmm. we've heard in the past like three episodes that I'm like stoked on. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was that was death metal, how I like it done. Yeah. And I, you know, the guitar tones, some of like the harmonics and stuff in there, had me thinking back to like immolation. Sure. Um, more recent efforts more recent bands this this seemed to this reminded me a lot of Anhedonist oh I could see that yeah 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 which between the vocals and like the the heavier slower pace of the song like the oppressive we'll say doom pace of the song right um it it reminded me of Anhedonist um yeah I like that a lot the uh the lyrics to this song Mm -hmm. sheer nonsense (laughs) yeah for sure right Mm -hmm. just trying to paint uh a um it's 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 basically uh, an, an an abstract painting in in um, gloom and doom right. essentially right? yes, but they do contain the phrase pig shit right <laughs> yeah right off the bat right yep. second line in pig shit yep and you can hear it pretty clearly in the song you can and it made me think of the um, the tightrope act that especially black metal right we've talked about this before. But even but not like on death the podcast, metal, if you want to be taken seriously, they, sure. they have to act with, they, they have to like walk. Right. Pig shit <laughs> teeters on the edge of like funny and right. making the song funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of like, ooh, look at me, I'm creepy, and this is like what the fucking devil sounds like <laughs> when he's raping you in your grave. <laughs> right. right, yes. So I like that because, you know, like I've pointed out to you before, like, take. I don't know, take the most sort of like groundbreaking death metal record. I think I think you always utilized like... Nightside Eclipse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like uh, Under a Funeral Moon or yeah. Transylvanian Hunger or right, something. Right, right. So let's go, to, let's go to Emperor, right? Uh-huh. I mean, if you don't like Emperor, you don't like fucking black metal. At least the first few records. Right, yes. Right? Sure. I mean, everything up through Anthems is fucking solid. Yeah. I like all of it. Prometheus, yeah. the last effort, probably eh, a little too... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it's a ripper for compared sure. to ninety nine percent of what's out there. Right? Yeah, agreed. Um, but just imagine if on Nightside Eclipse, pick a song, mm-hmm. he put in the phrase, "Her boobs were cool," <laughs> or "Soupy poop." <laughs> An emperor goes from being like, you know, uh, an apex, right? Yeah. To like one of the low points in black metal. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, that's all it takes. There's no room for that kind of goof, goof shit in, in like black metal, especially black metal of that era. Right. Yeah. There's no room for it. Imagine if I don't know, Death Spell Omega. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put in my nuts are gooning. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the lyrics. Yeah, it really. Everything else up. is identical, but there's a fucking lyric about boobs. Yeah. And that's it. The album is shit. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Everybody's writing off. They'd be ostracized. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You you make a good point there, and pig shit does straddle that line. It straddles the line, but uh, that that was uh, that was good. Uh-huh. I don't think that song that song, def again, mm-hmm. 
that song was teetering on overstaying its welcome. Yeah, in my opinion, there was some fat that could have been trimmed out of that song. And I, if this is the tenor of every song, mm-hmm. do what you do. Right. Write your fucking songs. You know when a song is done. Sure. All I'm saying is, as a consumer, mm-hmm. eight minutes and 43 seconds is asking a fucking lot of somebody. It is. On a demo, too. Like, yo, I get it. I'm like a hardcore kid. So my opinion on this is coming through a very specific lens, but half the demos I hear aren't eight and a half minutes long in their entirety. (laughs) for real. You know what I'm saying? I put out a demo this year that was two minutes long, and it was three songs. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking that sort of brevity from you. I understand the format is different. It's a different different format. And that's totally fine. But the simple fact of the matter is this sort of shit, to me, speaks to the sort of the time-tested, easily observable disconnect and rift between metal kids and punk kids. Yeah. Because there are a few tells that these are probably dyed-in-the-wool metal dudes. First of all, you all of the, the, the imagery and everything, excarnated entity, stillborn in ash, the lyrics, all that shit speaks of, like, dyed-in-the-wool legit metal kids. The song lengths, five and a half minutes, almost nine minutes, 7.20. Again, almost six, right? Right. And then, on top of that, this is a demo with no physical release that we are asked to pay $7 for a digital download of. Four well, songs. There, There is a self-released pro-duplicated cassette now available now. It's The link is in the bio. Oh, it's in the bio. Yes. Okay, so that's cool. Yes. But nonetheless, being asked to pay $7 for a four-song demo on Bandcamp... Ain't happening. It ain't fucking happening. And all of this, to me, speaks of that... It, it's, it, it rings of that disconnect. Right. Of why long hairs and shaved heads fight. Because the sensibilities are so disparate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because... I guarantee you, like, well, I can guarantee you by the supported by panel on Bandcamp where I see a lot of people have bought this. Right. Metal kids don't bat an eyelash at this shit. They're like, cool. So, and, yo, on one hand, that might be That's, a better thing because sure. metalheads will fucking front 35, 40 bucks to go see their favorite band. A Boy, punk, I ain't. A, 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 a punk, punk and hardcore kids can barely be bothered to pay $5, the same amount they were charging for shows in 1981. They can be, barely be asked for in 2019. Right, and, and I can tell you that in order to get me to pay $35, bucks, uh-huh. there better be at least three of my favorite bands <laughs> right. on that fucking <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, if anything, it, it maybe speaks for why, it maybe speaks to why commer- um, metal is more commercially viable than punk and hardcore has been traditionally because long hairs will pay seven dollars for a digital download of a of a demo and i'm on the i'm on the big cartel site for this and it's sold out oh nice i mean i was i was literally just gonna order one yeah for sure right and it's sold out so um that's gone yeah and this is also like intro to sunken form right Uh that intro ambient synth part whatever right like the credits for that are given right Punks ain't the one that. No, not not a chance. Right? Yeah, punks ain't even crediting f- photographers. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 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 you know, hey, that's cool that you guys wrote it, but I'm going to be frank, no one gives a shit. Yeah, I don't give a shit. No one gives a shit. Right. Maybe, right? But maybe other metalheads do. Years ago, I went to see um, Exhumed mm-hmm. up in Michigan. Yeah. And they were on tour. The, the, the show overlap, I, I can't remember. But anyway, it was like Exhumed, I think Indian... 
and Wolves in the Throne. Oh, sick. I don't give a fuck about Wolves in the Throne. I love Wolves in the Throne Room, but I mean, fair enough. I don't, I don't give a fuck about pretentious hippie black metal. Well, I play in a pretentious hippie black metal band, so it's it's just like yeah, I mean they can they can choke to death on their fucking carrots while they're sucking on their own cocks at the same time, <laughs> right? I don't give a shit, right? Push carrots up your ass till they come out your mouth and then choke to death on your own cock, right? I, I don't want to hear your fucking ambient overproduced black metal about the fucking rainforest and shit like that. Fuck off. Again, this is this is a perfect teachable moment for anybody who takes offense to anything that we say. Nate is shitting on. Literally a band that I am in, basically. I don't mind your band, uh-huh. but it wanna, is that. But, it is what, what you what just described. I hate, I hate the the pretension of it. Sure. Right? Well, we're not pretentious, and I hate the pretension. And Wolf right. in the Throne Room, I now now they might be awesome dudes. I don't know. I don't sure. fucking know them. Right. If one of them, but, walked, but they can choke one, on their if, own cocks. If one of them knocked on my door, I wouldn't even know who it was. <laughs> right. Right. Because I don't give a shit. I'm not a fucking fanboy like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All I remember is. Exhumed, ripped. Sure. Indian fucking ruled. Yeah. Right? Uh, there was some other shitty fucking, like, local area band that probably mm-hmm. sucked. Right. Right? But then Wolves in the Throne Room goes go on. And, of course, being metal bands, they all overstay their welcome. So now of we're course. getting on, like, fucking one in the morning by the time right. Wolves in the Throne Room finally gets on the yeah. fucking... Right? And, yo, I gotta drive back to Fort Wayne. Yeah. Like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Half hour teardown set up between bands. <sighs> They fuck around for 40 goddamn minutes trying to get a keyboard to work. Jesus Christ. If it's that important, you suck. Right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you try to tell me you can't... And the keyboard wasn't even like a, like, a, like a standalone instrument. It was next to the drummer. So it was so the drummer could fiddle around and fuck around and jerk off right. during some like you know atmospheric part of the song. Sure. If it's that fucking important... Yeah. Fuck off. Right. Yeah. 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 If just you, go. Right. Just fucking play. Exactly. And that that also illustrates the difference between you know basically punks and metalheads. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, just fucking play. We don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if it's a fucking stage. Right. I don't give a shit if the PA is that great. I don't give a shit if if I can fucking hear me hear myself in the monitors. Let's just fucking go. Let's just go. Let's right. just fucking go. Let's get it done. Right. If the, if tonight ain't great, maybe tomorrow will be. Maybe tomorrow will be. Exactly. And I'll say this too, like that. Like I said, I was gonna order that tape. Yeah, it's that good. fucking rule. It was but it's really sold sick. out. Yeah, uh, maybe there'll be a third pressing. I don't know. It's already sold out at second pressing. They probably do like five at a time or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Yo, look at that. Those four songs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That is twenty six minutes of music in four second four songs. Right. Think about your fucking set. Right. Right. Yeah. Yo, you write long-ass songs like that. What, you're going to manage to get out four songs, five songs on your set before people are fucking pulling out the pillows and the snuggies and going to sleep? <laughs> well, again, that is that is how my band does it. That's how Antlers' Roots does it. We play three, we play a three-song set. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you got, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, don't write long-ass songs because right. you never get to fucking play them live because <laughs> no one wants, no one gives a shit that or, much. Or you only get to play a few of them live. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, again... Yo, and also this is a very a very compelling instance of uh, everyone thinking their shit don't stink because I come on here week after week and I tell you, I admonish you all and call you fools and morons and tell you to write shorter songs. Yeah. I will have you know, I play in a black metal band whose longest song is about 10 minutes long. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. I love it, though. I think it rips. Oh. 
It's just like. But that's a that's a my shit don't stink situation, yeah. right? It's like everybody and everybody feels that way. This is like I said, this is a great teachable moment because Nate is is shitting on black metal of the ilk that I play, and I am shitting on long song links when I am going to have a practice this weekend where I have to sing a song that is nine minutes long. Yeah. So keep in mind, listeners, we're all guilty. You know what I mean? I'm if, not. You're not, but that's because been. you're that's because you're a no talent hack. Okay. You can't be, you, you can't you can't be guilty because you can't write a song, that's you true. son of a bitch. But the songs I have been on have never been any fucking more than like two and a half minutes. Untrue. We have uh, PT has about a five minute long song. Oh, that's true. But it, we will never play that one. Right? No, no, of course not, because it's just you reciting Craigslist rants and raves. Yeah. Which is great. Right. But again, it is a five minute long song. Right. We did it. Right. But I didn't write any lyrics for it. Well, you're still saying on the song, my friend. I spoke on it once. <laughs> we recorded it once. It's in the ether. It People listen to take. it. <laughs> I don't think that it matters. Was, it was a single take. Yeah, but I think uh, these songs could very well be single takes. They're I don't not. think it you excuses you. Know, you know these guys <laughs> didn't sit down for a fucking second. I don't think that excuses you. Um, but back to the band. This is really good shit. I really dig it. Um, that said, I have a hard time believing I would dig it for nine minutes. In one stretch. Yeah, man. You know, because I did think that some of the, in the second half of the song, some of the instrumental shit could have been cut down a little bit. It was starting to lose me a little bit, and then it reeled me back in. Uh, But ultimately, this stuff did rip. It is death metal, how I like my death metal to be. And it has encouraged me to maybe more actively seek out contemporary death metal stuff, because if we're getting hit with this much shit over the course of a few episodes that I like as much as I have, I imagine there's probably a lot of other good shit out there that I'm just missing. I, I, I hear the main I hear the mainstays, you know. I hear Gatekeeper and sure. shit like that, uh, Mutilatrid, that kind of shit. Clearly, there's a lot more going on in the contemporary death metal scene, the underground death metal scene that I am not aware of, that I need to become aware of because I like all the shit that we've been hearing lately. So I'll just keep waiting for people to tell me to listen to certain bands. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we luckily that's the entire format of our show, so yeah. I'm sure that you will not be let down. Uh, on that note, let's go ahead and roll the dice. See what's up next. We spent a lot of time. We we went on well, we went on a little digression on that one. Long songs, long boring exposition. <laughs> right, exactly. Ten. Well, technically, we'll, we'll we'll call it nine. Okay, so nine is the Reaganomics. Okay. The Bandcamp is the Reaganomics.bandcamp.com. The record is called The Aging Punk. And I haven't heard a note of music, obviously, but this appears to be a an attempt at self self aware reflection on being an aging punk. By the title, some of the the song titles here, like the last song on the record, is called "Confessions of a Snowflake Libtard," which I imagine is about you know Republicans being shitty and self identifying as a as a leftist or probably not a leftist, probably a Democrat in the case of these guys. I don't know, man. I don't know. This just seems like it smacks of old guy shit that I'm going to hate. They don't look that old. They certainly don't look any fucking older than me. Yeah, but you don't act your age. Yeah, but they, they, like, they, yeah, but, I mean, they don't look old. Well, no, they don't, but, like, they, but they do, though. You know what I'm saying? They don't look old physically, but, like, Homeboy has a Misfits shirt on, which is cool. I fucking love the Misfits, but... You see someone in a misfit shirt that can mean one of two things. One of the dudes has a goatee and is wearing like one of those like I'm an old punk like driving cap kangle type things. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They're holding the pizza. Yo, you fucking watch out. That dude is 
built like a goddamn gorilla. Oh, I'm sure he could whoop my yo. I bet can, you, can you imagine how many people we've talked shit on this podcast could whoop my they're ass? From, they're from Illinois? Uh-huh. Shit, they ain't that far away either. <laughs> they, they can pull up if they want to. I bet you that motherfucker's totaling at least 1600 on a, on a powerlifting company. <laughs> it might be. Right? He's, might probably, be. he's probably pushing 435. It's possible. Right. Well, if you don't like what I have to say, you can come whoop my ass. Yeah. Until then, he can suck my dick from the back. Um... What uh, what song do we want to listen to? At, at least they're at least they're good about brevity here. There's not a there's not a lot there's no real long songs on here. Um, boy, there's there's a song called "Don't Be an Asshole," which right. is a common refrain. Sure. Um, there's the four cliches. Yes, the four cliches. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. The opening song. Yeah. I think I think Claire suggested a few songs. I think. That uh, Confessions of a Libtard Snowflake or whatever the fuck it's called was one of her uh, her suggestions. Title track Kingmaker Kingmaker and Confessions of a Snowflake Libtard are my rec- recommendations. If the die gives them a shot, is what she said. So okay, which one you want to do? Take your pick. Um. Well, let's. We talked about Confessions of a Snowflake Libtard, so let's listen to that. Let's listen to that. So we are going to hear Confessions of a Snowflake Libtard by the Reaganomics off of their LP, The Aging Punk. heard the song Confessions of a Snowflake Libtard, which is the last song on the record The Aging Punk by the Reaganomics. 
<sighs> yeah? Yeah. You wish I had that flushing noise pulled up? I wish you did. Yeah, I wish you did. Um, Man, look, I don't want to shit on y'all's good time, the Reaganomics, because it's clear that y'all are just trying to have a good time. And I respect that, because as Nate and I have said, this life is to be enjoyed. It's short. If, and if you're not having a good time, what the fuck are you doing? What are you fucking doing, right? Check out. If you're not having a good time, check out. Or try harder, because there's plenty, of, there's plenty in this world to enjoy, right? And I think it's very clear that that's what you guys are trying to do. So having fun. on that note, fucking more power to you. Don't listen to what I have to say. Because what I have to say is that I think this sucks dick. <laughs> I hate this type of shit. I hate it so much. Yeah. I hate it so much. This is the type of shit. So this, I have the sort of reaction to this that you have to most beatdown that we listen to, right? I can laugh at a lot of beatdown. Some I like. Ultimately, I'm pretty inoffended by it. This type of stuff really fucking irks me. I hate it so much. It's like it's... I don't want to say it's false per se, but family man punk rock shit. We've talked about it before. It's it, like at the very least, even if it's the most ignorant, shitty, fucking frat boy, broy interpretation of hardcore, at least Beatdown is like attempting to be transgressive on some fucking level, right? This type of shit is so neutered. It's so neutered. It's the type of shit where there's like a kid in big earphones on some dad's shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's weekend warrior music. And again, as far as just a personal assessment of that being your life, if that's where you've arrived and that's what makes you happy, that's fucking fine. But it makes me sick to my fucking stomach. Yeah. And I don't want any part of it. I, 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 I want you guys to have a separate scene for yourselves where you all get together with your wives and kids and you have a nice weekend foray at the punk show. You go out and you have a couple $2 well drinks and uh, you get a sitter for the night. Whatever. I, I, I hope it makes you fucking happy, but it makes me miserable. It makes me want to fucking put a gun in my mouth and discharge it into my fucking brain. I hate this shit. And there's if there's one thing that I hate more than fucking shitty right-wing conservative fuckheads it's the like it's the just barely left of center grown adult heavy quotation mark punk dudes who tweet at trump who tweet who's (laughs) who's the snowflake now yeah I, that is that maybe irks me even more. It's it's the hashtag resistance punks. Like it's the fucking like straight tim- ticket Democratic voter punks who think that they're doing something good because they're gonna cast a vote for senile Joe Biden, right? And like writing lyrics about like, you know, I don't know if this was about Trump, but it was about maybe a Trump voter. You know, he's like this guy thinks. Yeah, that, no, no, there were no lyrics to read. Right, but I could hear some of it. You know, <laughs> this guy thinks that women's bodies are his right to control and shit. Yo, I agree with all your fucking notions, right? I I, want to take every conservative out in the street and line them up and shoot them in the fucking head. But I gotta be honest with you, if I'm manning the guillotines, you're up next, motherfucker, because you're annoying as shit. And in my world, in my fascist dictatorship, where conservatives and Christians are slaughtered, annoying hashtag Democrats are slaughtered 
right after afterwards. You're you're gone too. You're done too. The centrists are killed too in my revolution. Everybody's dead. Everyone's dead, in fact, except for hot babes and other cool punks. <laughs> right. That's right. Cool guys and cool bands and hot babes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all that's left those after are... <laughs> I lay waste to this fucking planet. That's right. And then when I've had my fill of you, you're out too. <laughs> you're, you're out too, and then it's just me. Um, so that said. I know I sounded very hateful when I said all that shit. I say it with as little vitriol as I can possibly have while openly shitting on a band, right? Like I said, to reiterate, if you guys are having fun with this, and you clearly are, I'm genuinely happy for you. I wish nothing for the best, uh, nothing but the best for you guys. I hope that you continue to do this until you're 65 years old and it's very fulfilling to you. Uh, but to me, this sort of punk, again, 70 quotation marks around that, might as well be a fucking bar cover band. They could probably try to get Moby maybe to try to cover, you know, I don't know, We Are 138. He probably doesn't know the lyrics of that right. song either. I, 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 I genuinely would rather see um, a group of dads covering uh, the immigrant song at a bar than watch this. Because at least there's no fucking pretension there's no, uh, there's no false beliefs about what they are. They're just a bunch of guys getting up there and covering Led Zeppelin and having a good time. Yeah. This, it, it, even if it's not intentional, it puts on airs in the sense that it's claiming some association with punk. And uh, nope, fuck you. So, ethos aside, uh-huh. I, I, I'm on par with that. I, you, you know I, I fucking hate dads and punks i hate backyard this is this is backyard barbecue punk yes yes yes. right this is burger flipping backyard barbecue punk now i i coined that i put that phrase in our very first episode right, right. biftastic burger flipping bar rock butt music or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. describing uh strict right yeah right but this is true yes. burger flipping backyard punk yeah 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 um it is pop punk is probably my least favorite flavor mm-hmm. of just straight punk yeah right there's a handful of bands i like mm-hmm. right i like the popular aspects of the descendants sure i like a lot of the vandals early vandals Big and, time. and stuff like that yeah you yeah know? shit's good well we were just talking about the dwarves and we like the i like the dwarves yeah the difference is that stuff is nasty sure and mean yes in its shittiness mm-hmm. it's not it's not getting on a, it's it's not trying to um I guess uh, put on the fucking school marm glasses and like give you a, give you a teaching, right? Right. Yes. Right. Uh, pervert by descendants. Mm-hmm. Catchy as shit. It is um, in today's parlance. If a band were to put that song out, mm-hmm. probably wouldn't fly. Problematic. It's a dope song though. Great song. Right. Yeah. One of the only bands that I like that does this and they do it better than everybody else is Dillinger Four. Oh, sure. But Dillinger 4 also yeah. don't have this family-friendly a- approach to it. No. Right? And they're in a league of their fucking own. Right. I mean, some of the best lyrics. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just... And and musically, just the songwriting is fucking watertight. Right. I mean, it's so singable. Like, I mean, it's just Dillinger 4 is like a, a god-tier band. Right. You know? But, like, again, I hope these dudes are having fun. Sure. Right? This is the kind of thing that... As soon as I see them show up, mm-hmm. as soon as I see them show up in the fucking newspaper boy cap, right? And I'm sure you know, like, like you know, bands like this frequently have like, 
um, like a tombstone-shaped guitar case. <laughs> yeah, and beer like koozies. A, a casket-shaped guitar case. Beer koozies on the merch right. table. Probably, probably some some sort of merch. It has like a scraggly little alley cat snarling, <laughs> right, with an eight ball. Right. Yeah. yeah. I am leaving. Yeah. No. As soon as that. I see the merch, as soon as I see it show up, I'm fucking leaving. Yep. Is and 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 I'm on I'm I'm in the same boat like, um, I just I am, I am not about family friendly fucking punk rock. No man. This is this is the um, this is like the fun shapes McNuggets of punk rock. Exactly. Right. Yes. Right. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna pull out the fun shaped chicken McNuggets and give it to our kids, um, feed this vile garbage to our kids. <laughs> And, uh, you know, they can grow up to be horrible and fat with impacted colons just like mommy and daddy. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have no interest in this. No. To I, me. Ha- I have no interest in it. Um, at all. No, this is anathema. No me. interest. Th- th- these, these are exactly like, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about these dudes because, like I said, I don't fucking know these dudes. But, like, this is exactly the sort of situation where... I might be, I've talked about it before, like at a social event mm-hmm. and somebody is, you know, wearing a, a shirt with a crimson ghost on it. Right. And they see my tattoos or something and they, hey, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> right. Nope, yep. nope. I'm leaving. Yep. See ya. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I, I, I am not your buddy. Right. Not your friend. Uh, don't give a shit about what you're listening to. Don't give a shit about your fucking kids. Right. Right. Hey, leave them unattended by the pool. Like, let's get fucking wild, right? Leave your whole family in the garage while you leave the motor running next time. Make sure you listen to the entire Misfits discography while you sit in the fucking, you know, while you sit in the fucking minivan. And, uh, you know, why not uh, see what happens? Right. Right? Leave the planet. I actually had somebody to me mention to me the other day complain that shows at the Bug House, which is where I, I do shows, it's where I live and, and throw shows, were not truly family friendly. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to say, good, motherfucker. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah. he said, because he said they're not truly all ages because he can't bring his kids. And I said, you know what? I had a homie bring their kid to the other show, uh, to a show the other day. And. No, it's not kid-friendly in the sense that we're not catering to children. Right. There's no right? fucking play area. Stand in the fucking back, and if your kid gets restless, then fucking leave. No, right. there's not a play area. And yes, sometimes kids get wild, and uh, I guess stand far away if you don't want to be part of that. But no, yeah. it's not family-friendly, nor should it ever be, because that is antithetical to the entire idea of hardcore. Fuck you, suck my dick from the back, right. eat my ass. Wait wait till they're old enough. Yes. And then bring them out to fucking lose their mind. Exactly. And like, ugh, I hate this. I hate this. It's triggering to me. If I see a motherfucker walk on stage in a cut-off sleeve bad religion shirt, I want to pull out my gun and waste the room. That's how I fucking feel. And like I said, I'm sure these guys are having a good time. Good on you. We should move on because we could talk about this forever. We're 42 minutes into the podcast and we've gotten through two Two bands. bands. Okay. Right. Okay. So we we are we are the death metal of podcasts. We we are. We're we're going on and on. All right. God. Oh God. I hate that. Anyway, uh, Reganogs, have fun till you die. Maybe that'll be next week. Maybe not. Um, I will never listen to you again. Nope. If I can help it. Five. All right. All right. So. Five is bugging out with their demo 2019. 
like I said, I've seen, I think I have some mutual friends uh, with some folk, folks in this band. I've seen them mentioned on Twitter. I've seen them, seen their name on some flyers. But like I said, my only interaction with them, my only knowledge of them is that the vocalist told me to shut the fuck up on Twitter. Okay. Um, so, so they evidently don't like me, but I very well may like this just based on who I've seen sharing it. I like the artwork. I like the artwork a lot. It looks like something that would be uh, that would be up my alley. You know, it says I mean? Chicago's so. cutest and most dangerous. Well, looking at them, I could tell you no. And uh, as <laughs> and for the second part, no. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah, doubt. I, I very much doubt that. <laughs> Good, cool. So we've so far we've led with calling them not the cutest and also probably soft. <laughs> um, we're we're off to a strong start. Let's uh, crude up. Also doubt it. Um, Poser bulldozer intro no no we we're obviously gonna skip the skip the skip the intro and then crude up is only forty eight seconds long which is doesn't seem representative of the song let's listen to poser bulldozer I, I was thinking don't bother me don't bother me because that's like my fucking motto sure and uh, I want to see if they're on the same level of don't bother me as me I bet not because I they're bet not because they're on twitter.com so right um all right cool let's listen to don't bother me then so we are going to hear don't bother me by bugging out off of their demo 2019 We just heard the song Don't Bother Me by Bugging Out off of their demo 2019. Nate? Uh, so, if I were to go to Chicago, mm-hmm. like, to see, I don't know, like, Warthog. Sure. Right? A band that, frankly, is probably not going to come through 
anywhere near Fort Wayne, any closer than Detroit or Chicago or something like that. Right. If I were to go through Chicago and, and go see Warthog or something like that, mm-hmm. and this band was one of the openers, yeah, super dope, I'd snap that demo up in a minute. Sure. Right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That was dope. I liked it. I loved the song. Now, that song, to me, mm-hmm. was tiptoeing up to the edge of being too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Toward the end. Sure. But nevertheless, it kept it interesting. Yeah. Uh, it was a good... You know, it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't monotonous. Right. Good song. I like that song a lot. Um, that band was pretty dope. This, but this, so, so to get to my second part, mm-hmm. this is, uh, I just kind of sense it. My, my senses are tingling. Okay. This is what I call a mayfly. Right. Right. This is a project that sticks around for a year, mm-hmm. maybe, puts out a couple demos dope demos or maybe a demo on a seven inch and then it's out and you never hear from him again right right that's just the sense i get was there anything in particular that he's giving you that sense or it's just just sort of a, a sixth sense it's just it's just uh it's it's an intangible sense that i have about it sure i've seen a lot of bands like this in, like indie mm-hmm. i've always complained about like good bands that pop up in indie and they hang around for fucking you know, six months, right? Maybe, maybe fifteen months. Shout out to Chris and Alex Stinson. You're always in good bands, and then you guys get in a fight and you break up in six months. Stop using all the good band yeah, names, and, you pieces and, of and shit. And you use good, you use fucking good band names. Bugging and, out's a good band name, and bugging out's a good band name. I like this a lot. I'd like to see. I'd like to see, hopefully, a physical copy of this. Yeah, and I'd like to see where they go from here. For sure. I hope this isn't actually a Mayfly where it's like we got this demo. And then we got like a seven inch that, uh, you know, somebody jumped on real quick. Right. And then uh, that's that because uh, we graduated whatever and we're moving on. Right. Exactly. I hope you guys turn out to be losers in Chicago, endlessly churning away at hardcore (laughs) for the rest of your lives. (laughs) Right. So that we can get more content. Right. Right. Yeah. I thought this was good. This was very competent. Um, It was a lot of fun. This is the kind of hardcore that is built to built to side to side to live. Right. Right. the, The mosh part at the end was a lot of fun. This stuff was cool. I wasn't blown away by it, but as far as a, a first attempt go, as far, uh, goes, as far as a demo goes, this was really solid stuff. I'm definitely going to listen to the rest of it and check it out. Um, it's still fuck you personally, but uh, but the band is sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, obviously I did bother her. Which, oh, whatever. You, you shouldn't know. take it. Don't don't take it personally. We're, we're right. Right? <laughs> right? We always tell people not to take things personally. Oh, I don't actually take it personally. Yeah. I'm just... I'm just if uh-huh. I, I, I I've got a platform, so if I'm gonna if I'm gonna throw some shade, well, I'm, this I'm is gonna, my moment. I'm gonna say that uh, after hearing that, they definitely are Chicago's cutest. <laughs> oh, really? What, Probably not the most dangerous. Uh, definitely. Have you ever been to Chicago? I've been to Chicago. Yeah, they ain't the most dangerous. That's for damn sure. You don't actually know them. They could be bloodthirsty barbarians. <laughs> they could be. If right. so, they're in, they're in a cunning disguise. Right. They could be fucking hunting split tails right now throughout the city. So what what made you change your mind that they are indeed the, the I'm cutest? I'm just keeping up for them because uh, oh because because I told because yeah. I told them fuck off. Yeah. Well, I don't know any of the other members. The vocalist is the only one that said anything like mean to me. So I'm just uh, clapping back just for the sake of doing it. Okay. I don't actually give a shit. Well, I'm gonna say uh, hey, good job, guys. Yeah. Uh, stick around and uh, put out some more. Yeah, that was cool. Um, if you it, you know if you all don't hate me and want to play Fort Wayne anytime, I'd be happy to book you at the house. That stuff is a lot of fun. I think it would go off live. 
like you said, if I saw him opening for a band that I was going to see in Chicago, I'd be pleasantly surprised, dope, and a, I would definitely pick up that tape. Dope opener, and I'd pick up that tape. Yeah, for sure. That was a lot of fun. Sick. Let's uh, let's roll the dice. All right. One. All right. One is Bonnie and the Mere Mortals with their Tennessee EP. I have a devious, a devious wish that we were going to land on this, and we did. Now, the real, the real twist is if we play this and it's fucking great. Who submitted this? Um, I can't remember who submitted. Oh, oh, a representative of the band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so not anybody in the band. So clearly they have management. They have an electronic press kit. This is already clearly a band that is attempting to be successful. They are attempting to be a commercially viable band, or else they wouldn't have their representative cold emailing podcasts and sending out electronic press kits, right? Mm. So they're clearly attempting to be a band, a real band, and do the damn thing. Uh, So, yeah, Southern Gothic. I don't know, man. Like I said, I like Nick Cave, but that's about the long and short of that. (laughs) I don't don't venture a whole lot more into the realm of, like, that world, you know? Well, as I'm reading the um, description... Uh Southern Gothic music, Southern Gothic, both capitalized, music blending Appalachian folk with goth from the Paris of Appalachia. Now, I'm from Pittsburgh. Right. The area. Sure. Right? Let's not fucking parse the details out. Right. Um, Pittsburgh ain't the fucking Paris of Appalachia. (laughs) No, sure as fuck it's not. Uh, I believe the Paris of Appalachia is probably White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. (laughs) Right, because that's about as deep into Appalachia as you can get, um, and uh, it is horrible. Right, right. Yeah, the Paris of Appalachia is not nice. No, no. Right, it's sure horrible. it isn't. Yes, right. right. Appalachia in general is a, a wasteland of human misery. We'll go on. This is a juxtaposition of analog and digital, showing that we have more in common than you might think. Bet, bet we don't. I bet we don't have anything. Bet we don't. Other than the fact that uh, you know. We're human beings on this on human beings on this planet. A couple of members of your band got dicks. I got a dick. We got that in common. Don't even know if that's true. I saw the EPK. You don't know oh, if they yeah, have dicks. That's true. We don't know if they have dicks. Shit, I don't, I don't mean, know if you have a dick. <laughs> well, we're about to pause. I'll, uh, okay. I'll, prove, I'll prove it to you. Um, so uh, what song do we want to listen to off of this? Uh, we're definitely not listening to the live song or the acoustic band camp exclusive. Oof. Well, let's do... Um, I got a Bandcamp exclusive for you. Let's go for Hold Fast. Okay. Because it sounds like just... Now, listen, we are being totally prejudiced here. Yeah. How but, could you not? But uh, let's just say that we've been around the block a few times. <laughs> right, yes. Right? Yeah. The name of that track mm-hmm. reminds... And, and just the whole the total package that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of a song... That was written exclusively to sell like Gold Coast iced tea. Right. Yeah. No. I I, I expect to hear like a hey hey in it or so and some like yeah yeah you know yeah. this and, is and you like it, and hold <laughs> right <real> fast <laughs> yes. to your family because they won't last. <laughs> yes. This I expect this to be YouTube advertisement music or like bad primetime television intro, sh- like show intro music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, God, Bonnie, I hope you prove us wrong. Let's do it. So we are going to listen to Hold Fast by Bonnie and the Mere Mortals off of their Tennessee EP.
With versatility to fit any lifestyle, the 2020 Sorrento offers utility and style whether you're running errands in town or getting away from it all. Let's get epic. Pack up and set out for whatever your imagination has in store. The Kia Sorrento SUV has seating for seven with versatile storage to let you bring enough gear for the crew. And with the power of an available V6 engine and capability of optional fully active all-wheel drive, you'll be ready to tackle the road with confidence. I wish that the citizenry of Pittsburgh would drown in a river of blood <laughs> when I hear that sort of music. Yo. That music is anathema to me in every way. There's nothing good that... I, I cannot think of anything good. My brain is on fire with the hatred of a million hells right now. <laughs> I, I, on, I, on last week's episode of Sons of Anarchy. I all, Yeah, for real. For real. All, all I want... I want to hear her gurgling as her guts are used <laughs> to strangle the life from her. I want to. I want. I want to hear her intestines hold fast to her larynx as they are used to strangle the life from every band member in that band. That 
whoever fucking submitted to this to this this to us. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> You've clearly never listened to a single fucking episode of this. Right. No, for sure. So so I actually would like to point something out because I looked up the email. Lex is the is the name of their representative, their okay. manager. The last sentence here. So it's if you're into what they're doing, they would love to be featured. Well, that ain't how this works, bitch. That is not how it works. <laughs> we don't know if we're into what you're doing until we confirm our assumptions <laughs> right. by listening to it. Yo, this is the worst thing that we've had on the podcast, and it is also the furthest from punk adjacent that you could so, be. So, yeah, this actually overtakes Sugar Pill, and you brought up a good point. Sugar Pill has the excuse that they're a bunch of young kids and right. fucking idiots. Right, yeah. These are grown adults. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and this is what you come at us with? This is what you come at a fucking punk and hardcore show with? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yo, 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 straight up. Yo, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. This is, I got no, I have, usually I, I can come with a degree of like goodwill on some level, right? Even with like one minute run and shit. Like we hated hard on that, but I was like, whatever. Y'all are having a good time. I hope that you guys never play another lick of music. Flip your van. Yeah. Flip your fucking van. I, I hope I hope that the future brings you nothing but stillborns <laughs> and fucking lung cancer. Well, because you know they're smoking cigs, baby. Oh, God. Yo, this sucks. This isn't just antithetical to the spirit of this show or to the spirit of punk and hardcore. This is antithetical to the spirit of music and human creativity. This is this is spirit to the to to human kindness because this is a this is an abomination. I feel I feel like the people that wrote this song must have a shrine to Katie Seagal from Sons of Anarchy like somewhere in the practice space. <laughs> Yo, this sucks fucking dick, dude. Yeah, they probably have like this little ritual where they like take a sip of some fucking bullshit whiskey or something like that before every right. show. Yeah. They probably tell you to tip your bartenders or oh, something like that. Jesus. And they have aspirations to play much bigger venues. Again, like I said, they have an EPK. They have a band camp exclusive song. Like anyone gives a fuck. Fuck you. Eat my ass. No one gives a fuck about your band camp exclusive song. Nobody knows who the fuck you are. You're not offering up some some piece of of treasure for your fans. Who yeah. gives a shit? No one's coming here to see. Oh well, we've got three songs on the on the CD. What what Bandcamp exclusive material can we hear? Nobody wants to hear this. Yeah. At least no real people. Yeah, you know, get your get your fucking get your fucking song in a car commercial, and uh, you know maybe Terry Gross will call you up and fucking fan your balls. <laughs> but us, fuck you. You know, like like we've pointed out many times, like it's very rare that we tell people, hey, stop playing music or whatever, because typically we're talking to punks and hardcore kids and people who even if they're missing the mark or even missing the fucking point we want want to to encourage encourage them to get better this type of music should be scourged from the earth we i mean we already talked about the people that would be first up on the guillotines i said maybe like right wing you know weirdo conservatives i don't know bonnie and the mere mortals you may have earned a place in the 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 first in the line i'm reminded of the words of carl panzram I wish you all had one neck and my hands were firmly around it. <laughs> yes, for real. Next song. Indeed. That sucked dick. I could go on about that for the rest of, not just the rest of the night, but the rest of my natural life. I could tell you how much I hate that. So we'll just move on and hope that the next thing is better. It Well, it will be better. The next thing will be better. Three.
Okay. So three is High Alert. The Bandcamp is highalertmi.bandcamp.com. This is a Michigan heavy hardcore band. The release is called What You Buried. It came out in June of this year. So I think from what I've seen on the internet, this is kind of heavy, maybe beat down adjacent. I don't really know. I haven't listened to it. I will say I have a budding internet friendship with the vocalist, Marcos, who seems like genuinely one of the nicest and kindest people that I've had the pleasure of meeting in recent years. The reason that I'm adding that caveat is because I would just like to say that if we do end up hating this, Marcos, you are a sweetheart, and uh, your support as I've been going through medical weirdness has been incredibly appreciated, and I got nothing but love for you, even if I end up hating your band. Do you know what Marcos looks like? Yeah. Is that him? Where? In the middle. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. He does look like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, and I'm Marcos, I am amped up tonight. Yeah, yeah, um, me too. Because we've, we're coming hot on the heels of, of body and the fucking mere morals. Yeah. I mean, shit. And, and we I had, got a lot of hate in my heart. We had some strange encounters today. <laughs> we did. I think um, maybe that's why we're fucking hot, like and, heated and, and, right and now. And I am, I am itching for a scrap. I know because we had so much shit. Well, brother, I got a scrap we could get into tonight, but I'm not going to beating up children. Uh, he's not a child. He's a grown ass man. How old is he? 28, 29 years old. Yeah. Girl, he's say, probably got the body of a child. Well, yes, for sure. Right, that's, that's, I, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> fair enough. That's an abuse of power. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a bit of an encounter that I think had both of us wanting to shit talk, but unable to actually do so, and it's something that we both excel at, and we just so happen to have been presented with some real bullshit music tonight. So, uh, even if I don't like this, I'll try, I'll try my best to refrain from really going in, but we'll and, and see. And fellas, you know my track record with Beatdown. Right. Just not my thing. So, um, you know, here we go. Here we go. What, what, uh, what song do you want to listen to? Let's go. Um, I think he actually may have, he may have actually suggested, he may have suggested a particular song. And I'm always down to take a, okay, let's take take a band member's suggestion. suggestion. Sure. So, let's see. Um, actually, you know what? I don't think, I don't think he did. He just, uh, he, he, uh, he clarified a couple song titles because he sent me da- downloads of the song. Yo, hey, if you're in a band and you want to be featured on the podcast, if you send a download of the songs with the email, it makes my life way easier. You don't have to because we pay for a lot of the stuff that we do, like that we play on the show. Because, We're not giving Bonnie and the fucking assholes oh, one red cent. No, no, no. I'm going to go on SoulSeek. I'm going to find that shit. And if I have to download a fucking program to rip their music from Bandcamp illegally, I will do that. Are you listening, Bonnie? I will not pay you a single cent for that bullshit music. And I hope that you flipped your van on the way to the show tonight. Um... Anyway, if you do send tracks along with the emails, it makes our lives easier, but we're happy to pay $5 for your demo, too, so no big deal. Um, all right, what song do we want to listen to? Um, sent Below? Okay, sure. It's right in the middle of the release. Seems representative lengthwise, a little bit over two minutes long. Yeah. Why not? All right, cool. So we're going to listen to Sent Below by High Alert off of their release, What You Buried.
We just heard the song Set Below by the band High Alert off of their release, What You Buried. Nate? You know what I thought. Sure. I will say this. It was better than Bonnie and the whatever the name the of The Mere Mortals. And the Mere Mortals. <laughs> Anything was bound to be better than Bonnie and the Mere Mortals. Um, not my, not even, not even kind of a little bit of something that I like. <laughs> right. My, it is kind of a little bit of something I like. Sure. But it's the worst possible take <laughs> right. on something that I like. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. I, I, I hate this style of hardcore. Yeah. It's boring. It's infantile. I've said it all before. Right? Yeah. This is this is the fucking kiddie pool of fucking hardcore. Sure. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> and you guys will too in five to ten years. <laughs> right. You're all right. gonna fucking get out of it, and that's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't I don't like uh, I don't like hanging out with my my, my 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 young nephew and watching him play with his tech deck because it's retarded and boring. <laughs> Right? Right. Like, seriously, I straight told him that one time. Yeah. Uncle Nate, check it out. I'm like, yeah, buddy, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, it's not It's not even skilled. It, it, it literally takes nothing. Look, I can put my fingers on a fucking little <laughs> mini skateboard, too, and roll it around. Who gives a shit? Right. Like, what the fuck, guy? That's what I told him. Yeah. That's literally what I told him. <laughs> and then yeah. I walked away. Yeah. Right? Uh, I feel the same way about this. Hey, hey, have some fun. Cool, guys. Uh, it's fucking stupid. Right. It sounds like shit. Um... <laughs> It's boring as hell, and it's utterly and completely forgettable. Right. Um, also, yo, you turn a phrase in there, survival of the fittest. Oh, I was going to break something up about that. Pretty sure that you have a fundamental misunderstanding of the mechanics of evolution via natural selection, if you're throwing that term around. Yeah. I think you need to go back to school before you start trying to uh, bring some science into your songs, fellas. Yeah, I would I would agree with that assessment. I was always I was going to say that it's so often when the the phrase natural selection or survival of the fittest is used in a song, it is employed by people who, if put in a survival of the fittest situation, would uh, not survive. Well, not only that, but survival of the fittest has nothing to do with survival. It has right. to do with successful reproduction. Right. Exactly. Right? And 
I'm sorry, but if you're at these fucking shows acting like a meathead, you're not successfully reproducing. <laughs> you ain't fucking. You are not fucking. Right? Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with your bors- your bullshit. No. No one wants to deal with the fucking, you know, machismo that's just oozing out of every fucking pore like grease on a 16-year-old's face. <laughs> right. Right? No yeah. one gives a shit. Right. So, um, actually, survival of the fittest, you fucking lose. Yeah, you're getting no ass. You know who? You know who is getting laid? Dude's writing sissy songs about bullshit. <laughs> right. So if you really want to encourage survival of the fittest and you want to you want to play that game, right? You need to pivot. Right. Get off your fucking tough guy hardcore bullshit. Start writing songs about whining and crying about bullshit about the open road and stuff like that. Right. And fuck. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you want to get ass, you're gonna need to change your ways. Right. Um. So, again, it's well documented. There's not that much to say about it. Neither Nate or I particularly like this kind of hardcore. I have, I'm a little bit, I go a little bit easier on it. And there are a few bands of this ilk that I really dig, but they have to really excel at it. This didn't offend me in any way. It just didn't do anything for me, right? I don't really have anything mean to say about this per se. It's just like, who gives a shit, right? Which I I suppose that a lot of people would be a mean thing to say about their music, but... I'm not mad at it. No. I just I just don't. I I can't muster up the will to care about this because now you could say this about a lot of hardcore bands and a lot of styles of hardcore band, right? This sounds like every other fucking mid-tier hardcore band of this style. Sure. We listen to a lot of punk-infused hardcore on this podcast. Like the same thing could be said about the only difference is I like that form. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's it works it. in my brain. Exactly. It, it, it clicks with me. So the mid-tier hardcore punk stuff that I hear, I tend to like more. And not and only that, but it is better. Right. Yes. <laughs> it is I just, mean, it, it is it's better. a better form. Right. Right. Exactly. It's, it's better. Right. Exactly. If you're going to do the heavy hardcore thing, and I don't mean heavy hardcore and like metallic hardcore, because this is a distinct thing. This is not metallic hardcore. This is not what we were talking about the before... Uh, you know, the podcast started. This is not bloodlet, metallic, heavy this is hardcore. Not integrity. This is not integrity, right? This is not ringworm. This is a distinct thing, and uh, almost all of it, to to my ear, sounds exactly the same. I think I have a pretty discerning ear. I've listened to a lot of fucking bands that sound like this in my lifetime, mostly unwillingly. They all sound pretty much the same to me, with the exception of a few standouts. So. Uh, yeah, that's that's about the best I can say about it is that I'm not I'm not gunning for y'all. I'm happy that y'all are doing your thing, but uh, your thing is not my thing. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully, you know, start a band that start and maybe you know someday you'll start a hardcore band. God, have we heard anything we like tonight? Oh, the death uh, metal band. The death metal band, and then we like that bugging out stuff. The bugging out stuff. It's just been which actually is kind of a good example of what we were just talking about. Like yeah. that stuff is not outstanding no it's mid-tier hardcore punk but that form to me is just like that's what i like and not only that but it's more fun it's way more fun right yeah exactly right it's hard for me to have fun to this shit no it's really hard and like you know like dudes talk about you know like like one of the comments in here is you know currently urgent care because this ep beat my ass like i don't like getting my ass beat (laughs) Right, I right. I, I don't at the age of thirty, but when but and I relate to, and, and, and like I've been to plenty of shows, right? Sure, you like you know where kids are popping off. I, even when I was younger, dudes, and then I'm I'm always like you know on average about twice as big as anybody else at the show. Sure, 
you know, body mass t- and everything like that. Right. So fucking hit me. I generally don't give a shit unless you hit me in the nuts. Right. But even like the 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 the, the, the kitten like swats mm-hmm. that I get from the kids that are doing this, it's still irritating. Sure. It's not fun. Right. Right. And I mean, shit. If you want to get your ass kicked, uh-huh. I'll fucking kick the shit out. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you really want to get the shit kicked out of you and feel what it is to get your ass beat, you know, I'll do it. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like pretend like I don't know what I'm doing when I fucking sidle up to you and like sucker punch you at a show or try to cow kill you crowd kill you. I'll just walk out in the fucking pit. Right. And if that's what you want, I'll kick your fucking teeth out of your head. <laughs> right? Okay. It's not fun. Right. It's not fun. Only psychopaths like that shit. <laughs> Well, but that's fine because that this is hardcore. So those rooms, these rooms attract maladjusted weirdos and psychopaths. Oh, I'm about as maladjusted as it gets. Uh huh. I still don't think it's fun getting hurt. But I will. I, I'm going to cape up for that because definitely not only psychopaths feel that way. There are a lot of just thrill seekers that like that. But I I'm dis, I, I there was, is nothing thrill seeking about getting fucking crowd killed. By a hundred and thirty-five pound, one hundred and seventy-five pound kid in a brace war shirt, <laughs> jumping off the fucking monitor. No, certainly not. That's not what I'm claiming. I'm just saying that, like, just because somebody might like to get their ass beat, doesn't mean that they're a psychopath. You know what I'm saying? I think it does. I don't see, but you are of a, a singular mind on this that most people don't yo, agree. Yo, UFC. There's not a single motherfucker that gets in that ring that is a- worth any sort of admiration. They are animal psychopaths to the last of them. See, but you, this is like... And, and, and that phenomenon is is just, just you know, basically a manifestation of the barbarity of mankind. Are, are, are the, 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 the atavistic, inescapable barbarity that lies at the, in, the, in the lizard brain of 99% of the population. Right. The fact that anybody thinks any of those fucking nut jobs should be held up on a pedestal as a paragon of any sort of virtue <laughs> or any sort of role model right. is astonishing. Sure, and I agree with that take, for sure. Nonetheless, I was at a point in my life, you take into account who you're talking to here, right? I think some of it is just youth. It's just, I... I was young. Didn't like getting my ass kicked when I was young either. Different. Also didn't like hurting people. Well, I... Because I'm not a psychopath. Well, I did. So, and I would say I'm decidedly not a psychopath. But there was a period of my life where I wore ski masks and threw chairs at people. Yeah. It was maladjusted fucking weirdo behavior. These spaces encourage that behavior more than others. Usually people grow out of it. People un- come to an understanding that if if we're going to go off, we're going to do so in a way that everybody is and generally agrees with and is down for. But here's the thing. Look at pictures of any of those shows. Mm-hmm. Not everybody agrees with it isn't down with it. Agreed. Right. Which is why which I don't I, I don't have fun at those shows. And, and I'm not. And, and believe me, I'm not one of those dudes that's like, you know, hey, don't get violent in the pit or anything like that. You know, I'm not one of those dudes that's like wants, wants to be a pussy and wants to put fucking, fucking rules. Like, right. I'm all about utter chaos. Sure. All I'm saying is at some point you have to realize that this is just fucking psychotic ape hanger fucking posing shit you're basically just sure there's nothing fun about it right right there's nothing fun about it. i'm having more fun i actually just had this exchange with with some some homies the other day um online about how now at 30 in the environment of shows that i try to foster at my house 
and the environmental shows just in general, which is a lot different than they were in northern Indiana when I was coming up. I'm having more fun now than I ever did when I was being a fucking dipshit and flexing and fucking knocking people out and throwing kids through drum sets and being a fucking cocksucker, yeah. right? I'm having way more fun. Right. And so much of this shit is posturing and it's flexing nuts right. and it's purely primal ape shit. And yeah. I 100% agree with that. My only, the only thing I will contest you on is I don't think that it makes these kids fucking like psychopaths and lunatics. I just think it makes them maladjusted and young, and they will almost certainly grow out of it and realize that behavior. If is they dumb. don't grow out of it, they're psychopaths. then they're psychopaths and lunatics. Right. Exactly. And not only that, but like the fact that it is flexing. Sure. It's false. Right. I agree. I, th- th- it's false. I'm not in disagreement with that. It's I mean, 100 percent false. M- and me wearing a ski mask to shows when I was 20 and, is false. You know. And it is just more blatant evidence of scientific illiteracy. Sure. <laughs> in America. Right. Fair enough. Right. Right. Get the fuck out of here with this survival of the fittest bullshit. Right. Next thing. Next band. Fair enough. But uh, like I said, before we uh, before we actually talked about the band, Marcos got nothing but love for you. You're a sweetheart. Yeah. Hey, 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 you're a good guy. Too bad your band sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we can, uh, I think we can, we, let's, we've, we've really been ranting a lot tonight. So let's do one more band and then we'll call right. it. Because we got one or two messages. Too. I'm going to go out and kick the shit out of someone tonight. <laughs> I offered you the opportunity. You, re- you no, rejected no, it. No, no, no. I gotta, I gotta pick somebody that it's like. I gotta pick the like somebody that's like you know. Come on. Right. I like how you just fucking go on this rant about how people who seek out violence are psychopaths that should be relegated to the fucking deepest recesses of society, and you know, go kick well, the shit out of somebody know, today. Sometimes you get a bug up your ass. Man. <laughs> okay. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Like in my weight class. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, we're talking two seventy five and up. Right. Okay. We'll we'll go we'll go find somebody for at you. At that after point, this. shit gets dangerous. <laughs> shit gets very dangerous. Yes. Right. We get tired real quick. Yeah. But God damn it, <laughs> uh, it really sucks for that first like sixty seconds. Then we're like, <sighs> hold up. <laughs> All right. What what number did you roll? Six. Uh, okay. So six is the band butt. The Bandcamp is touchedbyabutt.bandcamp.com. All right, so... I, this all is, right, so... This is more in my lane already. <laughs> yeah. You see? Uh, yeah, high alert, take note. Yeah. this They're from Richmond, Virginia, which is a good sign. If if you want to get a grin... Uh, if you want to get me to listen to something, you yeah. have to call... You, you have to have the phrase, touched by a butt. <laughs> right. Associated. The, the release is called Bad Sex. Um... The the record is well yeah the 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 album art says just one more butt, like I said they're from RVA RVA has a long history of putting out shit that I very much enjoy. They have it seems to be that their sensibilities are more yeah. in line with my own traditionally speaking. Um, this is an eight song release like I said my homie Haley sent this to us Haley also sent us TV crime Haley likes a lot of dope shit so thank you for sending this over if we end up liking it uh, if we end up hating it fuck you Haley bad. Bad on you. Uh, what song do we want to listen to? Um, I'm trying to. They're all in different fonts. Yes, they are, which I, I like that, too. We've got Bobby's World, Bellini, one song without a title, or maybe you have to highlight it to see it. Cheeseburger. Oh, you do. You have to, Yeah, you have to highlight it. Cheeseburger, um, IKO, Wet Wanda. TKO, Wet oh, Wanda, TKO, Cowgirl, yeah, yeah. Systems. Uh-huh, and Grips. And Grips. Um, so these tracks... 
I feel like let's go with Wet Wanda because that's kind of in the middle. That's the median. It looks like the track. Right. right yeah. Two and a half minutes long. Because yeah. some of these are almost pushing four minutes. Some of them are under two. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. So let's listen to Wet Wanda by the band Butt off of their release Bad Sex. <laughs> the song Wet Wanda by the band Butt off of their release Bad Sex. Yeah. Didn't mind that at all. No, it was good. Into that. I like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It is punk rock in the sense of deconstructed, noisy rock and roll. Right. Which I'm into. Sure. Um, lyrics were delivered with passion. Mm-hmm. I would say that she almost, she reminded me of Homeboy from Hank Wood in some ways. Oh, I could say that. Or I could see that for sure. Right. Yeah. Just in like that that give a fuck delivery. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Which I'm into. Yep. Uh, you know, delivered with passion, delivered with something that, that, that seems to be coming from a real place, which right. I'm into. Uh, like I, you know I hate it when it's fucking false. For sure. Right. Yeah, I like that. That would be fun to see live. Um, sounded like shit. Right. Generally speaking. Right, like recording-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Sounded like shit. I liked it. I liked it. I would like to hear maybe a little better action quality. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, all told, I got no problems with that. I like that. Um, like to see him live. For sure. 
Um, musically, it actually reminded me of Squirm, which is a, uh, a, a kind of not really super well-remembered, mysterious guy, hardcore punk band. We've talked about that phenomenon on the show before, mm-hmm. but uh, the youth attack scene and its sort of surrounding sub-scenes in the uh, mid-aughts had this phenomenon that occurred. Uh, mysterious guy, hardcore, and there were some really good bands that came out of it that I think got written off by a lot of people because of the aesthetic. Squirm put out a really, really fucking dope cassette called Fuck to Survive, and this actually kind of reminded me of the title track off of that record, um, which is a compliment because I fucking love Squirm a shit ton. This was really cool. They had me from that opening riff. I yeah, liked that, it immediately. that opening riff was really good. It was really good. It was it was noisy in like a piss jeans sort of way. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I for mean? real. Um, th- this isn't a world away from amphetamine reptile type noise punk shit. Deconstructed noisy rock and roll. Right. Really good stuff. I dug this a lot. Probably my favorite thing that we heard on the podcast tonight. Lyrically, as Nate was saying, delivered with some, uh, w- delivered in a way that felt very much real and like a lived experience, which I can only imagine because just from my many female homies, seems like being a woman. Uh, and dealing with men sucks most of the time. Yeah. And that is uh, apparently what these lyrics are about. Yeah. Seems like it sucks a lot of the time. So I uh, I feel for you as much as I can as a dude, which is unfortunately not that much. Well, as a man, mm-hmm. dealing with most people sucks. For sure. So I can only imagine having the added, like, the added layer of having to deal with it as a woman and deal with men constantly trying to fuck you. Yeah. It'd probably be a fucking nightmare. I don't have to worry about anything. Right, you know, you're saying no, like at all, at all. Right, I, I could literally walk across town anywhere at right. three a.m. in the morning, and no one would say a fucking word. To right, because you're a big, imposing dude. Right, I could get away with all sorts of shit. Right, I, I recognize that for sure. Right, yeah, it uh, probably does suck if you're like little and mm-hmm. female. Right, and uh, surrounded by menacing, testosterone-filled, hardcore dudes just waiting to beat the shit out of each other at a fucking, you know. High alert show. <laughs> a high alert show. <laughs> right, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, no, this stuff was really cool. I dig it. If there's uh, – were there cassette copies of this? I think that there were. Uh, doesn't look like it. I don't think so. Oh, bummer. Well, if there, uh, if there aren't, there should be. Hint, hint, because I would definitely pick one up. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, I dig this shit. So I'm glad that we at least we – heard, we heard, like, a healthy distribution tonight. We yeah. heard a few things that we liked. Nothing that was was blowing us away, but a few things that we liked quite a quite a bit. Uh, my favorite thing was the death metal the stuff. Death metal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was really um, fucking cool. That that was that was top notch. Yeah, I like that a lot, and I will be. Well, I was going to buy the tape. Right. Um, this is definitely right up there with it in a different way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, because it's it basically couldn't be more different. Right. In terms of musical. For sure. So. Uh, I think we got two messages tonight. Then we okay. got a couple new patrons to shout out, and then okay. we'll wrap it up. Because, like I said, we did a, a lot of ranting on this episode. Yeah. But, I, hey, we were given a lot of shit to rant about. Not our fault. So uh, let's play the first message. Hey, this is Claire Schlack from, uh, from Dayton, Ohio. I'm here to talk shit on uh, the rest of y'all that are listening because uh, the, the fucking episode is put out on Monday. This is uh, of the 23rd. This is Christmas Day that I'm finally getting around to listening to it. Uh, and there was still only two, there were still two, uh, copies of that. Um, fuck. 
that uh, flute tape left, and uh, I fucking bought one. Where the fuck are y'all booth purchasing the shit that you like? Did no one else fucking like that shit? I should, I, that should have been sold the fuck out by the time I listened to it two days later. Y'all suck. Bye. Claire really giving it to him for not buying that fluke tape. Yeah, I really are. I mean, she really is. And, um, it has a point. Yeah, a good but, point. you know, it is coming from Malaysia and it was eight bucks. And there's still one remaining. Is there? There's one so remaining. she bought the one of the two. So actually... I'm fucking daddy pose dog because I didn't pick up a copy either. Well, I got two. Oh, you got two? Mm-hmm. Oh, what a sweetheart. Well, look at you. I'm glad I didn't then. Well, it makes the shipping worth it. Because, right. frankly, $8 from Singapore is ridiculous. Who the fuck's going to spend their money on that? <laughs> I, lo- I love when you uh, when you go back on the thing that we said a mere week, a week ago. A mere seconds ago. Yeah, especially if we have new listeners, so they're deeply confused. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, beware, listeners. Nate lies always. Lies chaos, and lies. Chaos reigns supreme. Indeed, <laughs> it does. Let's, uh, yo, Claire. I appreciate you admonishing our our cheap listeners for not buying the fluke tape because that shit is awesome. But also, you kind of owned me. And uh, also, Claire sent me a message that was like, yo, if you want to edit out me fucking forgetting the name of the fucking band, I was trying to make fun of people for not buying. You can do that. But uh, it's staying in. We're staying in. The, everything, like I said, this is this is demo. Listen raw. Yeah. No edits. Only right. the, only the only the real shit. That's right. All right, we got one more message. Let's listen to it. Take my soul away into the dark, dreaming a thousand morbid dreams. No tomorrow when the wind caresses my mind. Could I ever return? It would be my doom. All right, so we had Jeff calling in again. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna out myself as a metal poser. I don't recognize that right off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm scratching my head right now trying to find it in my data bank. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'm also trying to find it uh, on the data bank that is the. Oh no, that's a fucking, that's a fucking Celtic Frost. That's Celtic Frost lyrics too. Which song? I cannot fucking remember, but it's not off of. It's off of. Not the first record. It is... Pandemonium? Fuck, Into the Pandemonium? N- yes, it might be off of Return uh, Into the Pandemonium. Fuck, now I have to look it up or I'm going to... Well, see, here's the thing. Jeff is more schooled in especially classic metal, like classic mm-hmm. death metal and metal in general, than I think virtually almost anybody I know. For sure, yeah. The man is like a repository of right. metal information and factoids and lyrics. It's off of uh, 2 Megatherion. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, Return to the Eve. Well, I like I, I like it's it's like Jeff delivers to us weekly um, words of affirmation, right? Yeah, in the form of Celtic Frost quotes, and uh, it's mostly what we've gotten so far. Yeah, we got something else too. We got uh, Dismember. Yeah, we did like get an ever flowing stream. That's right, we did get it like an ever flowing stream. So yep. it's it's our weekly words of affirmation. Right. And so what this tells you is you should go listen to Megatherion. Right. Yeah. Right. To, yeah. to Megatherion. Right. Yes. Yeah, to Megatherion. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's all we got on calls this week. Thank you, uh, thank you for calling in, Claire. Like I said, thank you for uh, admonishing our listeners for being, you know, tight asses. Jeff, thanks as always for your uh, weekly death metal contributions, or in this case, just well, you know, proto metal, proto death metal, proto thrash, gods of metal, yeah, Celtic for, Frost. for the most part. Um, we also got a few new Patreon donors. So we've got uh, Steve C donating at the ten dollar tier. 
Why you want to give us $10 a month, God knows, but thank you. That's probably my buddy Steve. Oh, word. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Word. That's sick. Fuck yeah. Steve uh, Steve was the uh, my, my hardcore sponsor. He's the one that introduced me to everything right. when I was like 18 years old. Yeah, that's really fucking cool. Um, and then he broke edge and dropped out. Yeah. And... Uh, you're trying to get him back into it now. He's back in. He's back in 100%. Yeah, I met him I met him up at the at the field house. Yeah. Seems like a super fucking nice dude. Yeah. It's sick cuz the kind of the, a, a bit of a role reversal. Yeah. He got you in, now you're bringing him back in. Well, he he uh, sent me some stuff. I midnight snacks, have you heard them? I have not. Pretty good. The yeah. 3Xs. Okay. Um he sent me some stuff I should check out. Right on. He's got an enviable record collection. Yeah. He's got multiple copies of rare Hardcore and punk records that I have been looking for for more than twenty years. Yeah, he's got multiple copies of them. Is he your homie who has just like an absurd shirt collection too? He's got an ins- he could sell it for thousands of dollars. Right, I'm talking like large and extra larges. Right, so pretty desirable sizes for sure. Yep, uh, of pretty much uh, pick your favorite fucking band from eighty eight to ninety eight. Right. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> trunks of them, closets of them, hundreds of them. Yeah, every time you talk about that, I just get I get a little And not only not only does he have them, mm-hmm. but he hasn't worn them in 20 years. Right, so they're in like pristine condition. They're in very good condition. Ah, oh, man. I want I I just want to dig through his stuff and just pay him a bunch of money. Then we have got uh, Igor. I have known Igor for a long time. Dude from Ohio, moved to Chicago. I'm not sure if he's still there now. Super rad dude. Just like generally, one of my favorite people to just see out at a show. Just like one of those dudes who, like, when he's in a room, you're just happy he's there. Yeah. Nice fucking guy. Lights yeah. up a room. Great okay. guy. Uh, donating at the $5 tier. That's awesome. Then we have got Drew Thorla also at the $5 tier. That is sick. Then we've got Rod. Just Rod. Just Rod. Which I like. It's a, it's a sick name. Um, and then I think I shouted them out maybe on the last episode, but Eric C- Curry. Uh, Edited their pledge and upped it to eleven bucks. So, Jeez. giving us more than the top tier. Fuck. Okay. So, I guess uh, there's a sucking coming your way because we we didn't have that, any... extra, that extra dollar puts you over the edge where you get a sucking. <laughs> That's right. You you donate more than ten dollars, you get a sucking from me from me personally. Yeah. Um, on that note, I guess we'll just do uh, some quick housekeeping, then we'll wrap it up. Uh, if you want to submit music to us. Just go ahead and send us an email at demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send money to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. If you want to call and talk some shit, it is 260-222-8341. And, uh, yo, beyond that, like we always say, thanks for tuning in. I'm stoked that we uh, that we continue to get to do this and people actually give a fuck about the fact that we're doing it. It's fucking cool. I didn't expect anybody to care about it when we first did it. I thought maybe 30 of our homies would tune in and then it would fizzle out until we got bored doing it. But uh, we continue to get dope submissions, not so dope submissions, and uh, people tuning in and downloading every week, which is fucking sick. So thank you. And uh, Molly and the Tryhards, take your life. (laughs) Kill yourself.